Smuts Up is a part of the Green Mushroom Podcast Network. Uh, the Smuts Up Podcast is a bad show made by idiots. You probably shouldn't listen to it. The Smuts Up Podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease except for boredom, and even that's up for debate. Proceed with caution and listen at your own risk. Oh shit, are we recording? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I put a D20 in my mouth. Oh yeah. I put a D20 in my mouth. Your desires. I put a D20 in my mouth. Smuts up, everyone. You're listening to the Smuts Up Podcast. When you're here, you're a step family. It's a podcast where we try to create a safe space to talk about sex and kink and sexuality and all kinds of other bullshit. And we also didn't do a lot of research for this one. So enjoy. It's sex live for everybody, starting with ourselves. <laughs> my name is Luxa, and with me are my two good friends. I'm Ray Dunnigan, and boy, oh boy, have I done it again. <laughs> I'm Captain Spanks, and oh boy, he really did do it again. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sadly, we are missing our fourth deep. Uh, wishing him well this evening. Much love. In addition to that, we are here to dip our little toes into the pervert's grab bag once again. That's right. We're going to put a D20 in our mouths and roll. But first, we have some listener email. I'm so excited. Whenever we get listener emails, it's it's kind of like getting a letter. Like, does anyone else still get excited to just get a letter that's just for them when it's not someone trying to sell them something? I've been getting like never happened to me. I've been getting (laughs) mail from uh, for another person that's moved out of this house like seven years ago. And uh, hey, you need to pay your fucking medical bills. (laughs) You're (laughs) falling behind. I think those bills are your responsibility now. (laughs) (laughs) You you need to pay your medical bills. You (laughs) You know, what's your address? I'm going to send my medical bills your way too. (laughs) Please no more. (laughs) All right. This, uh, this old fashioned little love letter comes from Christopher. What is up, Christopher? Thank you so much for writing to us. (laughs) <laughs> uh, this uh, comes in response to one of our previous shows where we asked about uh, you guys' favorite lubes. And Christopher sent us an email just to give a review of his favorite lube. He says, yeah. you asked for a review of my favorite lube. It's Uber Lube. It's silicone-based and kind of pricey, but I feel like it has the best texture and comes in a classy little bottle. Some fun facts. Silicone lubricants are used for food-grade equipment lubricant, cosmetics to improve the shine, and texture of hair and skin, and is the active ingredient in Gas-X because it's an anti-foam agent, which means you can pierce a Gas-X capsule, squeeze it into your washer, and squeeze it into your washer when it foams up. Hmm. That is cool. Just don't inject silicone oil into your genitals. Yes, this is apparently a thing. (laughs) Because it's inert and will... Uh, it will migrate in your blood to collect in your lungs and ruin the surfacants that let you breathe. Okay, very interesting. Surfacants are like things that make bubbles, so that makes sense that oh. it would take the bubbles away. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, hell yeah. Well, thank you, Christopher. Appreciate it. Thank you. I'll keep it out of my blood. Do <laughs> either of you have a favorite lube? I do. Uh, and mine is just the the bad dragon lube, honestly. Fuck yeah. Okay. Like, it's... It, it doesn't get sticky. It's really light. And it's also... It, it, it may be weird to say, maybe. I don't know. It, fuck it. This is what our whole podcast is about. It feels like pre. It feels like pre-cum. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> I got. I just like to go with the old school Astro Lube. Classic. Oh, hell it, yeah. Like, it cleans up real nice, and it's like... I, the bottle is like, you know, like... Uh, like easy squeeze bottles where like it doesn't like have that after drip. Hmm. I don't know. It's just clean. Oh yeah. That's what I like about it. Yeah. Hell yeah. I like, um, I've been using one that I really like a uh, good clean love brand almost naked, which is like a organic Ooh. aloe water based lube. It's pretty nice. Um, does it have a cooling effect? Cause like one time I tried like the fire and ice stuff and I thought, I thought I had a chemical burn on my penis. No, oh God. This same. is like, inert in that way <laughs> it doesn't okay. cause any like it's just regular <laughs> also oh my god this brought back a memory so uh one time when i was um, in football way back in the day my my like inner thighs were like on fire like the muscles near my groin and i was a young boy and i was like oh man i gotta put some fucking icy hot on this shit like it is hurting so bad i was so sore i could barely walk and some of it got on my genitalia. Oh fuck! And oh I was no! In the, I was in the bathtub just like trying to wash it off. I was like, "Oh my god, it hurts so bad." <laughs> it hurts a lot. Don't ever try it. You know, yeah, and I can't. I could be wrong, but if they're using, I know that there's one of those products that uses capsaicin, which is the stuff that makes pepper spicy, and that is like a it's a lipid soluble thing. So that means like fat is what breaks it down. So like if you like rub something that had fat in it, it could like help take it away. That's why like drinking milk or some shit after you eat something really spicy like helps. Mm. But only if it's like whole milk because it has like fat in it. (laughs) I wish you can go back in time and tell my my younger self to pour some milk on my nuts. Yeah. Well, (laughs) for anybody listening, this is a perfect public service announcement. (laughs) Put icy hot on your junk. Pour some milk on it. I have absolutely no idea if that would work, but if you try us, please let us know at smutsup69 at gmail.com where you can send all of your thoughts, comments, complaints, and suggestions. And we'll read them. <laughs> we will read them. Internet, unless you put otherwise. <laughs> all right. So are y'all ready to put a D20 in your mouth and roll? I'm so ready to put a D20 in my mouth. Okay. I have a new one. It's got a little unicorn inside it. That's dope as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I put a D20 in my mouth. Three. I put a D20 in my mouth. Ten. I put a D20 in my mouth, then I had to Google it because I don't have a D20 near me. And (laughs) 19. Okay. All right. Well, it looks like Ray will be presenting the first topic. What do you have for us, dude? All right. So for now on with the the perverts grab bag, I'm not a good researcher. Um, I'm not so, sure any of us are. Okay. Well, I am. Uh, I don't even know. Okay. I'm not great. I'm as a person in general, just. Oh my God. Hey, don't talk shit about my friends. I'll fucking kill you. I'm just a bucket. I'm just kidding. 
Um, but I, I just I just decided that every time I Google something, there's always a Reddit thread, and usually it's kind of fucking funny. And this week, Reddit thread it. Yeah, oh, nice. And this week, I was like, I just Googled chess fetish, you know, like the board game chess that's been around for like 15 years or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I wasn't this ex- new thing that they just came up with. <laughs> brand making new. So on Reddit, there is a uh, subreddit called Anarchy Chess, and somebody put, uh, chess is my fetish. If this is the wrong place for me to be posting this, I apologize ahead of time. Please feel free to remove if needed. <laughs> Guess what? It was posted nine months ago. They haven't removed it. So apparently, if you want to talk about your chess fetish, Anarchy Chess. That's your place. That's where it belongs. And uh, it starts off just very good, just right off the bat. I am not a very good sexer, nor have I had sex with many women or men. I mean, if you write it down sexer, like, come on. Either English is not your first language or you're just not a very good sexer. That's the only two options. I kind of like sexer, though. Or sexist. Well, no, sexist means something different. Yeah. You heard it here first, folks. I like like sexer. I'm a big fan of sex haver. Ooh, yeah, sex well, havers. Yeah, that's fun. Sexer too. Like, there's the idea of like a chicken sexer. Like, a person can hold a baby chick and like be like, "This one's a male and this one's a female," even though there's oh, like yeah. no way to tell them apart. So that's a different thing of sexing. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> oh, that's totally fine. That's what this show is all about, right? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. He continues to say, or they continue to say, "What I can tell you is, I am grateful for the game on a deep level." You see, I have a boner, and there are many times I'm unable to turn off thoughts in my head. The only way I can describe it is that I seem to get excited by the queen and the rook. Those are the sexiest pieces, hands down. Like, just objectively, sexiest pieces. And don't get me started on the bishop. Oh, don't get me started on the bishop. (laughs) I was going to say the bishop. (laughs) Oh, my. The the phallic shape of the bishop is just, like, unmatched. Yeah, it is very phallic. Reminds me of romantic childhood times with my father. Wait, what? Okay, hold on. I didn't. Okay, I did not yeah, I have read so this many ahead questions. of time. Yeah, I, I, so- <laughs> <laughs> I have lots of questions. That guy's very- so dark. You know what? I think it's very possible that this person's first language is not English because romantic might have been mis- nostalgic or something. Or, like, they're, I don't- or they're like reading, like you know how like. Um, like back in the day, they used to be like, "Oh, the romances of war." Like you know, you go in there and it's an adventure. Sure. Yeah, yeah so, like maybe they're learning English from really old books or something. Let's all just <laughs> hope and assume that the romantic is means like adventure and like fun times, good memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no. then it's like he keeps going on and and says chess helps me become aroused when very few other things can, which is dope. You know, it's cool. You, find something that helps you out with that sure that's not like you know murder or something like that or romantic childhood times with your father (laughs) i don't know the name of openings or whom played who win but when the game helps my sexual incontinence 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 yeah i'm not good at words which usually means like you can't hold your like uh bodily functions in right helps my sexual incontinence okay i think they might have met incompetence i i think so when the queen tickles my finger and says sacrifice me what (laughs) not even joking that's what it says word for (laughs) word i'm not sure how or why 
but I am aroused right now as I just checkmated. So he's writing this as he's playing. That's amazing. Chess. Cool. I hope to I hope to one day down the black queen with white semen. This I think is, it says drown. I hope to one day drown. Oh, it does say drown. Black queen with white semen. Okay, G- like okay. gluing. Yeah, <laughs> right? hot gluing. Yeah. You know? Usually, wants to hot glue the but... chest piece. Cool. But it's right, weird well... that. But it, it's weird that he was saying, "Don't get me started on the bishop," but then goes to say that the black queen is like what he hopes to drown it in. But okay, I whatever. Mean, you know, moving on. Well, the the black the queen is like talking. Like he sounds like you know he's got all these interests and these other pieces, but he's got this connection oh. with the queen piece. The queen, uh, he's piece, loyal to the yeah, queen. <laughs> talks directly to him. Says, "Sacrifice me." <laughs> he might be schizophrenic, but you know, listen I, how this dude X's out of this letter that he has written to the internet. Thank you for taking the time to read this. And I hope this message finds both you and your boner and your family <laughs> healthy and well. Well, you know what? That's actually a very sweet sentiment. Thank you, Redditor. It looks like this post has 96% upvotes. So there you have it. That's pretty good. That's pretty very good. High. <laughs> 21 comments. Some of them are not great. Yeah, it devolves pretty quick. I'm looking here. Uh... Someone did put once I shoved the black king up my ass. Overall, I prefer the chess piece. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, all right. Like, I don't know about chess or whatever, but have either of y'all ever been like hornified by playing like tabletop games or anything like that? Like, um, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, like, there's usually a. Uh, a frustration when playing tabletop games, but nothing sexual. Usually because I'm losing. Yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> and losing does not turn me on very much, believe it or no. not. No, uh, yeah. Okay, but what about winning? Is winning fun? Like, it's like not boner fun. Okay, but almost like... boner fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Even like, even like games where like. Like we have this one game. I think I, I think I played with y'all before, where like you're using the little uh, butt plugs as like moving around, and you're supposed to like write down like or you're supposed to. It's like a uh, Pictionary, but for like dirty words. So like you have to draw like a dirty Sanchez and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But still, no, I just I concentrate oh. too much on. Well, last winning. time I played that, it was with you and your parents. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> oh, they're so cool. <laughs> Shout out to my parents. You're never going to hear this podcast. What's up, Ray's parents? (laughs) I had a great time with them. Yeah, they're pretty dope. They're lovely. (laughs) All right. Well, fuck yeah. Very interesting stuff. But that was my two cents on uh, the research of uh, chess. And uh, hey, if anybody else has into board games and stuff like that, let us know. We're always into that shit. That is awesome. Yeah, I would love to hear people's stories about if they've ever gotten super horny playing any kind of tabletop game. Hopefully ping pong. You know, I, right now we are in the, the throes of the Olympics, and I just started watching some of the table tennis. God damn. So, okay, this is actually pretty funny. The The guy playing for the United States, his name is Kumar, and he's like, I think he's like, 18 or 19 years old he's just he's a baby-faced young boy 
who just like he's he's gonna win us the gold. Just kidding. He he fucked up really bad. But the um, the announcer, all they could say about him, which was kind of wild, was and he did graduate high school. They said that five times. What? Yeah, that was like the only nice thing they could say about him. And the other well, guy. Maybe that was there like some extenuating circumstances that would have kept him from going to high school. I, I don't know this person's life, so <laughs> maybe, I was like, well, maybe no. that is notable. I really don't know. But you know, thinking about it on the world stage, he survived the American high school, which uh, is also like most war zones. I think at this point. <laughs> I don't know. I thought things were getting more chill, but I'm I don't just fucking kidding. know. <laughs> it was a bad joke. <laughs> Hell yeah. Which Monopoly piece do you think is sexier? Thimble. The thimble? Yeah, I don't even have to think about it. It's the thimble. God, you're so right. Because you can put it in you, or you can put it in it. Mm-hmm. Put it in you, put it on you. It goes both ways. That's why it's I like so about good. it. See, I was going to say the hat, but now that you've said the thimble. Well, I mean, the hat is like the hat is like a fancier thimble. If you think about it, I kind of like the thimble because it's kind of trashy, you know, like everybody's oh, stuck their right. finger in it. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, not everyone's not put everybody, their finger in it. Not everybody's put their head inside the hat. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> See, while I don't. While I don't get sexually aroused during board games, I do get a very specific thrill while playing Monopoly, and that's usually because I'm stealing from the bank. Yeah. Oh, have you guys heard of the, uh, there's like a, mil- a millennial Monopoly, but it's actually just really fucking depressing. Yeah. It's, it's very like- <laughs> funny because like no part of that game uh, was actually made for millennials. It's just making fun of the fact that, you know, we can't buy houses or uh or make enough money to live. Well, the whole game yeah. is actually invented by a person to demonstrate the problems with capitalism. And as far as I remember, I could be getting this story slightly wrong, but like, I think this person was a woman too. And like the board game company, like found out about it and bought it for like very little money and then turned it into this huge capitalist success. And so it's this kind of like really ironic Jeez. story. <laughs> like, it really is. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever finished a game of Monopoly. I think I've always fucking rage quit before it was over. I don't even know how to finish a game of Monopoly. Like, how? Do, when does it end? I think it ends when the bank runs out or some shit. Or like, I don't even know. It it ends basically when one person owns so much of the map that the other players can't afford to land anywhere. So if you roll and you don't have enough money or properties uh, to dig your way out of debt for wherever you land, like you're out. So Jeff Bezos is winning right now. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, I think it's. I I think it's sort of meant to demonstrate how all of the wealth will end up being concentrated in one area. Yes. So I don't know. I guess that's the point of the game, though. So (laughs) I don't know. Did Did you guys see Jeff Bezos's dick rocket? I did, and. uh, (laughs) <laughs> the docket. <laughs> that thing. Really... It makes me sad. Oh, the rocket made you sad. Yeah. He spent what, like five billion dollars to just crest the, the 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 atmosphere just just for ten minutes. And he said, and I quote, oh, "Hell yeah." <laughs> <laughs> that was him. Yeah. That he... was Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Tell me, he's not a lizard person. Guys, we can't talk about lizard people anymore. I realized that it was 
a dog whistle for some racist stuff, unfortunately. What? Oh. Do you Man, think the, the racist ruin everything? Do you think everything. the? Well, hold on a second. Did the lizard people make that up so then we wouldn't talk about uh, it? We should talk about this off the air. <laughs> I'll explain it to you. <laughs> Excuse my ignorance, anybody. I, I have no idea. I I was just referring to Hillary Clinton. I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Conspiracy shit is so much fucking fun, and it's like it's almost been ruined, right? Like, so Ray and I used to do this thing where we would we would we had this thing called Conspiracy Corner for like this kind of like experimental oh, shit, show that yeah. we were working on, and like we would just sort of like. <laughs> you know, off the cuff, like ad lib our own conspiracy theories, just, you know, coming up with them on the spot organically. And it was really fun. But like, with all this shit happening the way that it's been happening these last couple of years, it's almost like you can't fucking do that anymore, because somebody might hear it and fucking take it seriously and do something crazy. And that's really sad. <laughs> yeah. They listen to Conspiracy Corner and then they try to stage well, a coup. And I'm not saying that we should like censor ourselves per <laughs> se, but I do think it's important, like just or responsible and uh, important to try to be fucking responsible, right? I don't know. I'd rather just err on the side of caution. I don't want anybody to. Oh, we made up that one about the human zoo, <laughs> and I don't want anybody to go to a zoo and start shooting it up and be like, "They got people in here!" Right? Oh God, yes. <laughs> Although. Flat Earth is still endlessly fascinating to me. I still think it's a joke. I really 100% still do think that that it must be a joke. I I'm having such a You saw the you saw the documentary, oh, yeah. right, where they'd like tried to prove that like the earth was flat using like an experiment and then they just proved that the earth wasn't flat. Well, the, yeah, I I loved how <laughs> it ends and they're just like, "Huh?" <laughs> Yeah, they just go. They don't say anything. (laughs) They like cut the cameras and everything. It's just well, that could be editing too. So who knows what they said out of it, right? Like they always have to take into account. You know, the editor has a hand and all that stuff. But yeah, it's a great documentary behind the curve. Uh, Very interesting, I think. Oh, and it's it's honestly like a sad romance story. Honestly, Uh, yeah, there's there is that element in there too. It's just yeah, there's a lot of things about it that it was just really well done. They are not paying us to say that. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> all right, fuck yeah. Well, the next person up is Spanx with a 10. <laughs> all right. Uh, I also didn't do a whole lot of research uh, and found a lot of Reddit comments because uh, there's just not a whole lot of research mm. on this. I, th- I think maybe people are ashamed about their habits of melon fucking. Melon fucking. Okay, we're not talking about boobies, right? I wish we were talking okay. about boobies. Just want to be sure. <laughs> but nope, we are talking about goring a melon and just giving it goring a good it time. And then goring it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Double goring okay, it. Okay, interesting. Are there different melons that are like favored by people who are into doing this? So far, uh, the the champion, the number one that I have seen is the watermelon, which can't blame them. It's a fine, big-bodied melon. So sweet. Seedless or with seeds? I mean, either way, it's going to have seeds in it by the end, am I right? 
<laughs> My only concern with Awful. the watermelon would just be the weight, though. I mean, but maybe you're into maybe that's part of it, like holding it. Or, or I guess you could set it on a table or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure about the mechanics. Now, of this. watermelons also come in in different sizes. Like you can get little, that's like so your, your little personal pan watermelon. So personal pan watermelon. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, I've also seen a lot of honeydew. Not Do wait, the honey? Cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get sued by the honeydew. <laughs> I'd like to see them try. It's called Demon Semen. And they're one of our sponsors. Demon Semen. True. <laughs> Getting ready to Baja blast off. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> get blasted anyway <laughs> uh, I've also seen pumpkins hmm. okay I don't now know. I thought pumpkins would be a little too seedy well not I don't there's a lot of texture in there I, I could see that being fun I don't know but I feel like there's a lot more air than there is texture in there yeah hmm. Maybe if you get like a well, pumpkins are super like slimy oh, inside. I was about to word it very bad. I was about to mm-hmm. word that. I was gonna say a young, a young pumpkin. <laughs> Only get a pumpkin that's that over sound... the age of consent. <laughs> <laughs> that just doesn't sound good. <laughs> a pumpkin that hasn't quite hit mature. Hmm. <laughs> Not do you right. Think, do you oh, think young pumpkin is good. a fun like nickname for somebody? <laughs> That's a cool band name for sure. <laughs> DJ Young Pumpkin. Young P. DJ Young, Young Pumpkin. Pumpkin. He only plays that uh, Skrillex song over and over again. The spooky, scary skeletons. <laughs> it like comes out on Halloween. Yeah, I'm actually loving this. Do you think he would do a? Do you think he'd do a, a special encore uh, where they play the monster mash, though? Like, a, like mashed up with the Skrillex song because that's all he knows. Yes. Oh it's yeah. Skrillex and derivations oh, of Skrillex. Spooky, scary monster mash. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody out there listening that feels so inclined that would like to make us this mix, we would love to hear it. You can send it to us at oh, smutsup69 yeah. at gmail.com. And we'll post it on everything. Yes, we will we'll send it to our moms. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. we'll send it to our moms. And can you imagine if we got it before Halloween enough that we could record and then post that episode on Halloween? Uh, I think I think this year um, for Halloween, though, for a pumpkin, I'm just gonna put a hole in it, and everybody will understand. Oh yes. Is it like a maybe a hole, and then I'll and I'll get some hot glue and just have it like dripping off of it. That's kind of fun. <laughs> so. That is okay. fun. All right, I want to hear more about this melon fucking. Like, is this like, is there is there like a community of folks where they're like exchanging tips and like stories and stuff or like? So, uh, like I said, I didn't do a whole lot of research on this one, but I have found so many, so many young men on Reddit, uh, posting mostly uh, into into the subreddit called uh, "Today I Fucked Up." <laughs> that uh, sounds like a rich vein. And, <laughs> Oh, yes. And it seems like uh, most of their days were fucked up because uh, they fucked a melon. But it's usually they fucked up their days by keeping the melon instead of disposing of it. 
I feel like even if you didn't have sex with the melon and you kept it too long, that could still be unpleasant, you know? Oh, yeah. Because they're not keeping it in a fridge or anything. Most of the time, it seemed to be under a bed or in a and desk this isn't drawer. this the type of situation where somebody is leaving, say, a jar of cum by a radiator so that it can ferment and they can drink it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, if they had put it in uh, an appropriately sized container and put it on top of the radiator, maybe it would have lasted longer than the seven days that would make it smell so bad that their family comes and wakes them up while they're nude, having just fucked it one last time. Yeah, get a fresh oh. one. I think would be that. Get yeah, a fresh treat one. yourself. That just doesn't sound sanitary. <laughs> yourself. Treat yourself to a fresh melon. Why is that? If to be your family times? can smell that melon, I can only imagine uh, how bad it must smell at ground zero for it. Oh, treat God. yourself to a yeah, fresh melon. Absolutely. So okay, we've got cantaloupe. Or sorry, you said honeydew. Um, honeydew and cantaloupe. Watermelons. I was thinking maybe the smaller varieties. watermelons and pumpkins and pineapple rings. Pineapple rings. Okay. Okay. So is this like you could get a can of pineapple rings and then take them out and use it like a fleshlight kind of thing? I either that or pineapple rings that have already been gored. Like fresh ones not in a can. But pretty much, There's yeah. Those little thorny things in there. If you're not careful, that sounds. You're, this is like you, this is like ed- walking on the edge of this melon place. <laughs> oh, little, yeah. There's little bars and pineapple sometimes. Like, so yeah, you gotta be <laughs> careful. But I guess if you're fucking the inside of it, that's typically not where the yes. bars are. So technique must be very important here. <laughs> oh yes. I wonder what the physics are of melons. <laughs> but while doing my my little bit of research, um, Playboy had a lovely article uh, about starting a grocery list presenting the best foods to stick your dick into. Okay. Well, I always have read and it for the articles. I'm glad that the journalistic integrity has not fallen. It it, it actually, has I'm, not. I'm actually saying and that seriously. They actually have done a lot to fight against censorship and shit. So anyway, yes, please continue. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the top of their list is a banana peel. Oh my gosh, this has come up in the past. I think we talked about this in the DIY dildo episode, actually. I, I oh, think yeah, right. and I think it was Deep, Amazing. shout out to Deep, uh, who suggested that you could use a banana um, in t- several different ways, like both as a insertable dildo and you could peel it and use it for a other applications <laughs> and it, it does have its own natural lubrication it does this article is uh suggesting that you microwave it for no longer than 10 seconds because you don't want to burn your dick off well that makes sense well yeah the article also goes on to list dough like biscuit dough Oh, yeah, and cooked actually. pasta. But like, if you just pop the like, you know, instead of like peeling the shit off of the the biscuit dough all the way around mm-hmm. and popping it, if you just take like the little metal end off, I could see oh, that okay. being fun. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you might have to take you some like, of the get... dough out though to like make room. I'm depending on lots of circumstances, of course. Called... Like... Be like, I'm about to experience the Pillsbury no more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you did this, like. 
would it i'm trying to think like under what circumstances i wonder do people like consume these foods after or like is it does it typically that people are not consuming these foods like is this like a ingestion thing too or is it like I think, I think that would have to be its own separate okay. thing. I think, or it's a case by case basis. You know, it's a some case people, by case basis. Like, I feel like I know somebody very close to me that is myself that has <laughs> maybe tried one of these things before, and the immense amount of not I don't I don't want to say shame post not like, clarity. Yeah, because I was I was um I was a I was a young man. And, uh, you know, when you just get so horny, <laughs> you don't think too much, you know? You're just like, I mm-hmm. bet if I poke mm-hmm. a hole in this melon, it'd probably feel really good. And then, like, in the moment, you're like, okay, this is dope. And then afterwards, you're like, oh, my God. This, <laughs> what did I, I feel do? like you should be proud of yourself. Like, that's, like, enterprising. There's melon guts <laughs> all around me. I don't know. I'd be giving myself high five. Good, good job. Well done. You <laughs> fucked that melon so good. <laughs> I could have ate it because I was also kind of hungry. But like, <laughs> Okay, really? I didn't eat it afterwards. I threw it away. And then, I well, first I cut it up so nobody could, like, open up the trash can and be like, oh, there's a hole in this melon. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know exactly what happened here. <laughs> No, it had to be cut up and then tossed in a bag. And How did you away. cut the hole in the melon? Was it with like a knife or did you use like a corkscrew of some kind or like? I used okay. a knife. It was like a small paring knife. All right. First, I started with like a little tea and then I cut it out a little bit. And I wanted to leave the fleshy part in there, but the fleshy part like of a watermelon is actually a little bit harder than you would think. So like I shoved like a, a spoon in there to kind of loosen it up a little bit. And, yeah, uh, I could see a melon with like a softer skin, like a cantaloupe or honeydew, being more, uh, I don't know, easy to work with for a beginner that's trying this stuff out. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, very cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I wish I had more research and cool facts on this, but unfortunately, all I have is a bunch of. Uh, a bunch of I fucked up stories on Reddit. And it is mostly revolving around not disposing of the melon properly after this. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, cool. <laughs> so this is a public service announcement as well. If you are going to be having sex with melons, dispose of them properly so it doesn't disturb the people that you live with. It's only polite. It's polite. <laughs> How do you guys feel about taking an interlude? <laughs> Let's take okay. an interlude. Fuck yeah. <laughs> interlube your <mind>. Your desires. <laughs> interlube your mind. All right. So what do we have for today's interlube? Sexiest vegetable. Excellent. Okay. This is sexiest vegetable. Perfectly on the theme with our most recent topic. And I want, I want. Not just like, oh, cucumber, because it looks like a penis. No, I want yeah, like man, that was the first tomato. place I went. Right? I know. <laughs> trust me. But I want I want us to get real 
I want us to deep dive into this shit. You okay, know? get a little abstract mm-hmm. and thinking about it. Okay. Yes. So, like, when we're talking about sexy vegetables, like, are we talking about, for, I have so many questions, like, are we talking about the culinary or bi- botanical version, like, definition of uh, vegetable? Whatever you cool. want, as long as it's a veg- well, I don't know. I think you have to have a solid <laughs> argument for no matter what you cool. pick. Now, and like, I want, <laughs> is this like, I want things, oh, good. Now, is this like things that are like fuckable vegetables or things that are like... Doesn't have to be fuckable. Yeah, fuckable and sexy sexy. are different things. That's true. Good point. Sexy. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I mean, if it is fuckable, I I mean, maybe bonus points if you can figure it out. I guess like an enterprising enough individual could figure out a way to have sex with any vegetable. That's true. That is true. Oh, yes. But like that is not a requirement at all. All right. You know... Who wants to go first? Because I already know what I'm going to do. I think you should go first then. Okay. Well, you know yep. what? It's got to be a tomato. All right. So right off the bat here, I know there's people listening that might be freaking out saying like tomatoes oh, no. are fruit. fruit. Yeah. But anything oh, with seeds fruit, in it is it? botanically considered a fruit. So we can like, we should just throw that whole, at, we'll ignore the botanical definition. We're going with the culinary definition of vegetables, which tomato fits under. That's so confusing. I know. The world's a confusing <laughs> fucking place. And semantics is a hall of mirrors. So, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to go with tomato just because, like, you ever seen a tomato when it, like, grows like a fat ass oh on it? Oh, my God. You know? I love that. Oh, yes. Or God, peaches, and then it's too. Like, I mean, gosh, we're going to talk about, ooh. I'm God, like the emoji, right? Like, there's a reason for that, right? Like, yeah. Well, wait, our peaches, no, peaches are 100%. For sure, for sure. But I mean, if we're talking about like a juicy butt on like a thing that you eat, you've got to talk about peaches. At least these at least need a mention. Oh, of course. Why don't we just broaden it out to to fruit and vegetables? Okay, fair. Let's do it. Just make it easier. Um, But yeah, like when it grows like that fat little ass on it, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And like, it's like that beet red. I don't know why. It's like, it's like almost like embarrassed that it's like it got a little button <laughs> Yeah, air, or you if know? you get like an heirloom just... variety where it's got like a little bit of a purple tinge to it. Like, like it might have been spanked yeah. recently or something. Or it's like... been bad. Oh my God. Yeah. It's been a bad tomato. And then like. Naughty little tomato. And like, and the skin is almost like a latex. Almost. So stretched tight. Oh my God. Like, it just feels like it's just going to bust out of shit at any moment. <laughs> and then you bite into it and it's just juicy. Yeah, it's shiny and then it's juicy. God damn. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with tomatoes with fat asses. I mean, oh man. That's a yeah, fantastic choice. It's a very good choice. choice. Such a good choice. I think uh I think I'd have to go with personality over looks for mine. Okay. And I'm going to say the potato. Interesting. The potato is such a versatile tuber. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can boil it, you can mash it, you can fry it into like 30 different shapes it's of like fries. It's like here for whatever you're into. Yeah. It really is. Like it down. adjusts to your needs. Yeah. And it's good with whatever. And it can like be kind of savory or a little sweet almost. Exactly. Mmm. Wow. Like it's, it's it's really the potato that's got your needs in mind. And it like never judges either, you know? Oh never. Cause and it could be like it could be there to comfort you in like a French fry, like it's nice and fried. It's not good for you, but like after you put it in your tum tum, you're like, Oh yes, that's good. 
or mm-hmm. it can be there like in your lighter moments like when you're like i'm trying to trying to you know not have fried food i'm trying to be good it's gonna fill you up faster so you don't have to eat so much it's like don't want me fried it's cool you can have me baked oh yeah yeah and then with that baked potato like the amount of like I mean, like, you can just dress it up whatever way you want oh to. Oh, my God. Oh, like, yeah. do you guys have a favorite potato, a potato way that is your favorite? That made sense, right? I that gotta was say, English. all of them, every single way. I don't think I have a non-favorite I never tomato, met a potato, or a potato way. Like. Yeah. Even, like, a boiled one. I actually enjoy it. It has its potatoes. ups and downs. Yeah, like, boiled little... potatoes yeah, in a soup. Too. Yeah, you you retain, like, all the starch. Yeah. But I just think I feel like that's like it's still okay. That's fine. But that's what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. it's not bad. Like I mean, why not I would just I bake it at that point? To... Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I I agree see with, with it that. being boiled in the stew, it gain it just like a flavor sponge. It just soaks up that. Yeah, like broth. what if you're just oh, boiling yeah. the potato and eating it then after that? Hey, I've done it. Okay, because I've been on a pretty okay diet, and that's like the best way to do it. Really. You just, throw, you just throw a little bit of salt on that biash. Well, why not it's bake still it not in bad. the oven? I'm so. At that point, if you wanted to, you could just mash them. That's but true. I, well, what I usually do is I, I boil them, and I'm, I'm talking about these tiny potatoes, these young Ooh. potatoes. <laughs> oh, I know the one. <laughs> <laughs> the finger, guys. Like, the, the little guys, the little purple guys, and stuff. No, they're uh, they're from the little potato company. They're like little golden okay, potatoes, rad. but like a little bit smaller. And uh, I boil them because they got so much flavor in them. Uh, and then I just like mash them up, and, but I don't put any butter or anything in it. I just put a shit ton of spices and uh, it's pretty good. And it's uh, not very calorie dense. So you can eat a, you know, quite a bit of it, fills you up and you don't have so many calories. All right, fuck yeah. There's a diet tip for anybody. Out there. <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but still like, it's not like I, like I would a hundred percent prefer like a French fry or even like, potato wedges and stuff like that over boiled potatoes but i'm just saying like even a boiled potato is not that sure. bad yeah like even the worst way that you can make a potato is still an eight out of ten i just had a conceptualization yeah. of like a or derf it's like a potato slice that's been air fried but then topped with the baked potato ingredients Ooh, Ooh. shit that's a fancy bitch right yeah. there Oh yeah! Wow, it's like potato stuffed potato. You guys should make that for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, potatoes a very solid choice, and yeah, definitely incredibly versatile. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to go with peppers. Ooh. Ooh. I mean. Do you have a preferred color of pepper? I mean, I really, I really like a jalapeno. I like, I like the jalapeno. medium heat. Well, typically they're not super spicy. There's a huge amount of variation in, in how spicy peppers can be. And it can sometimes uh, have to do with the altitude at which they're grown. They're really, really interesting plants. Um, I mean, not only are they hot, right? Like <laughs> in the literal sense and like, you know, it's like, you eat it and it's like spicy and it's like i don't know it like hurts but it also feels good and it's like peppers are boiling peppers are the bad boys of totally they are or are they fruits am i wrong on that again if they had 
from a botanical standpoint, if it had seeds in it, then it's a fruit. But See, all vegetables are fruits, but not all fruits are vegetables. I don't know if all vegetables are fruits. Because, like, stuff like celery and stuff like that, like, that's for sure a vegetable. Oh, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I've been getting so tripped up lately. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, do you know coffee beans are actually berries? I'm like, why the fuck we call them beans? Well, they do look like beans. <laughs> they sure do look like beans. Well, yeah, but I'm like, we could, coffee berries actually sounds, like, delicious. Like, I wouldn't, it wouldn't change my mind at all. Yeah. I don't know, y'all. That's a great question. And then, like, I don't know. I've just been here. I don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> I feel like, you know, sometimes learning is a good thing, but then other times it's just like, why are you making the world more confusing than it has to be? Like, does it really matter if it's a bean or a berry? Well, I just want my, I just want my hot warm. I just want my hot brown. Yeah, I think language itself can build mazes. It can, you know, it can be something that clarifies or something that confuses, uh, right? You know who doesn't yeah. give a shit about any of that? The fucking jalapeno. <laughs> yes, actually. So speaking of which, like, and learning, like you just said, another cool <laughs> thing about the hot peppers is, like, there is an ecological phenomena that is sort of, like, associated with them called directed deterrence. And so, like, animals that can eat the pe- the pepper and, like, poop out the seeds without hurting the seeds, like, the seeds can still grow like most of these animals don't have the like biochemical pain pathway that makes the pepper taste hot and makes it hurt. So like birds and stuff, like they can eat the spiciest pepper and it won't be spicy to them and they fly around and they poop out the seeds and then the new plants grow. And so, damn, I wish that was me. (laughs) But most mammals like destroy the seeds in their digestive system. So most mammals don't like eat peppers and but then you have humans right and why are we you know it seems weird like this is kind of a departure from this like ecological phenomena but then when you actually like look closer we're super good at fucking distributing pepper seeds like we're planting that shit everywhere we're coming up with new cultivated varieties and stuff like all the fucking time so like the argument could be made that directed deterrence has just affected us in a different way and that is lux's ecology uh tip for the day <laughs> See, we spread around pepper seeds with our hands instead of our yes asses. that's right also a cool thing about peppers is um if you they, they'll protect you you could put it in a spray and put it in people's eyes yeah and there's there's other like applications and shit for the spicy stuff capsaicin like uh there's like a rub you can rub on yourself right i think we talked about this earlier <laughs> It is like an icy hot thing that like but not your genitalia. Don't put it on your butthole or your genitalia or in your mouth or on your eyes or anywhere else it says on the bottle that you shouldn't put it. Um, <laughs> hot tip, but <laughs> spicy, spicy tip. tip. Just the spicy tip. <laughs> Just the spicy tip. Oh my god. Oh. So, do you guys want to get back to the regular portion of the show? Let's do it. Let's do it. All yeah. Right, fuck yeah. Interlube your mind. Are you tired of other so-called energy drinks leaving you stuck at start while your opponents level up? 
Try Demon Semen, new from Blastastic. With five patented ampers plus a spicy kick of cayenne, Demon Semen will have you blasting to the next level. Don't have time to guzzle the whole bottle? Sometimes I just spray it all over my face for a quick pick-me-up between bosses. Demon Semen by Blastastic. It's conquest in a can. Blastastic, get blasted. Demon Semen and Blastastic are registered trademarks of Illumin Industries. All rights reserved. Available wherever narcotics are sold. See label for possible side effects. What did you bring to the pervert's potluck today? All right, so this potluck of perversion, I have brought a thing called trichophilia. Now, what is trichophilia, you might ask? Now, have any of you ever seen some sticky, sticky icky with trichromes on it? Wait, can I take a guess what it is? Sure. I know you just said trichromes, (laughs) which I can get it. But like... Is it somebody who's really into things with like three wheels, like a tricycle? Trichromes are tricycle chrome spinners. <gasps> Spinner I'm not 100% That's sure about the etymology of trico. Or tri- I, th- I think it, it literally means hair, but I don't know where the tri came into it because that is three. That's true. Anyway, this is a thing where you're super into hair. <laughs> Ooh. So considered to be a paraphilia. <laughs> which in a strict definition is an erotic focus on anything other than the genitalia of a consenting adult human partner. So that's very specific. And any departure from that could be considered a paraphilia or a fetish by the people who study this in an academic way. (laughs) But um, (laughs) it is noted here in an article that I found on health line about this topic that according to a 2016 study nearly half of the participants expressed interest in at least one paraphilic category so even though they're like oh like para means like besides or like parallel to right like even though this Mm -hmm. is like considered clinically to be abnormal it's not just based on their own data which actually does come up in this article um, but so anyway, the hair thing, trichophilia, it can manifest in a variety of ways, it's noted. An individual trichophilia would derive sexual pleasure from viewing, touching, or in rare cases, eating hair, says Dr. Margaret Sade, who is a board-certified psychologist. Or, sorry, psychiatrist, yes. <laughs> that is, that's, that's. <laughs> so there's some examples here that are like you know there there could be like certain types of hair that you're into like if the hair is straight or long or curly or a certain color or like you know manipulated in certain ways like hair pulling is something that comes up in this too and i think that that's pretty common oh. if i'm not mistaken yeah. yeah so i do want to note here too that like even though they're saying this is like a paraphilia it is considered like most of the things that are kind of considered to be like quote traditionally hot have to do with like the ability of the person to be like reproductively viable stuff like flush cheeks or like shiny hair or like all that stuff it's like they're indicators like of health which means that there's a better yeah. chance that they would have babies which is 
you know what what the the programming that is all sort of like based on right like um, so yeah I think it's interesting like it makes sense to me that fancy hair would be attractive because it could be an indicator of like health and it may be like from a more social um, standpoint too it's possible that people with more resources would be able to like have the luxury of like I'm thinking of like olden times of like the you know nobility women having like the super long hair and if you're like fucking working in the field all day like that's gonna be way too much of a pain yeah she'll cut that shit off right like mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know it's kind of interesting it is and uh, like with the with the social aspect of it and having the resources it could even be said in like modern days now with like going to salons dyeing it like styling it extensions like it's any anything that takes a great deal of time and or money mm-hmm. to do would also suggest that uh, one you probably care about your your health and your hygiene <laughs> uh, and you also have a lot of resources available to do it yeah I want to go back to the eating hair part <laughs> yes that was mentioned wasn't it <laughs> um. I I don't get it. I mean, like, I mean, it, do what you want, but like, I get fucking cat hair in my mouth sometimes, and it just like it bugs the fuck out of me. I'm guessing that there could there could be instances of that where it's like a power thing because I mean, yeah, most people would think it's gross. Like, I'm thinking again about the whole like brushing your teeth with semen kind of trope, right? Like. Uh, like here eat some of my hair (laughs) like you know or whatever whatever people are into as long as everybody's (laughs) consenting and everything is safe what if you make a toothbrush out of somebody else's hair is that like an ultimate power move and then brush your teeth with their semen i think it depends on your relationship (laughs) with that person and your dynamic with them but maybe well obviously it's a young melon (laughs) (laughs) but wait young melons don't have hair Young coconut. That's oh, what we think. didn't even. We didn't. How <laughs> did we not fucking talk about coconuts? Wait, rewind not time. Let's about go back to what space was talking about. Are we talking about how sexy coconuts are? I fucked up about coconuts. I just. How could you fuck a coconut? Like that would be hard. I feel like literally they cut a hole in it and they didn't throw it out after seven days. No, because like a watermelon, you can have like ushy gushy inside, and that's like what you're looking for. Like with a, I mean, with a coconut. coconuts have meat inside. Yeah, but it's still pretty hard. Okay, okay, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, have either of you all ever come across like? Do you guys? Is there like a certain hairstyle that like you're like super into, or like is there a certain like? I don't know, hair color that you prefer um, your partners to have that you're like attracted to or something or anything like that? Like, Oh God. Uh, any sort of hairstyle that has like bits of it shaved and bits of it not shaved. I'm just like, you know how it goes. Yeah. And I also like bright unnatural colors. There's a celebrity that got me into that. Her name is Christy Mack. She's a great celebrity on certain websites. <laughs> okay, tell us more. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she has the, the shaved hair on the side, and like I've just never seen any anything like that before. 
It was pretty. It was like when it first started becoming stylish, and I was like, "Oh, I like." Oh that. my god, y'all! I, I used to have like that when I was in high school. Hello. That is not new. <laughs> well, like it's becoming more, I guess, mainstream. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Just had to call that out. There. Like they started having it in like movies and shit. I had my hair like that uh, in my early to mid twenties. Oh, yeah. So when I was younger, I don't know if this is still a thing because I don't like run in a lot of circles that people still have this hairstyle but i used to fucking love mohawks like i used to love the like punk rock and i guess yeah just like you said the shaved thing that was part of that too um yeah the unnatural colors like yeah i i yeah i used to i used to be very into that maybe i still have a mohawk i never did but i had many friends would you ever get one no my so my hair is like super 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 long and I'm trying to imagine like what that would be like if I could like mohawk it. It would be fucking epic. Those would be liberty spikes, right? And that's what they'd be called. Yes, I think that. Yeah, I think that goes beyond liberty. <laughs> liberty, liberty, liberty. Yeah, I, you know. Uh, so some of my friends that used to like rock these hairstyles, they would swear by putting Elmer's glue in there, and that's what would make it stick up. So there you have it. <laughs> For anybody looking, I mean that makes sense. I I have a. I have a feeling like most of those hair products are like one step away from being Elmer's. Uh, yeah. Like I remember when I was mm-hmm. a kid, they had, do you guys remember ice and it like had like different colors in it and it was just hair yes. gel. Yeah. I put a whole tube in my head one time. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, I'm not familiar with this product. What happened? It's hair gel that just like it, it turns it like imagine Elmer's glue, but it was blue. So like you put it in your hair, it gets hard, but it has like a little tint of color. And I thought it'd look super cool, but the thing is, like, I have some thick ass curly hair, and my hair does not spike like I've always wanted it to. So I just look like a, a dirty blue headed Guido. <laughs> so it just turned into like little curls instead of spikes. Uh, no, I just looked like I had my hair slicked back, and I was like, "That could be a cool look." <laughs> the blue fun, but it was like. And it was so hard, it felt like I was wearing a helmet all day. <laughs> That's oh my like, God. you're doing it right. <laughs> yeah, it was um, a learning experience. All right, hell yeah. Oh, yes. Did you guys hear about, this was a this was a number of months ago, uh, the girl who used gl- uh, Gorilla Glue yes. on her hair? No. <laughs> oh, gosh. In the video, she, like, taps on it, and it sounds like oh she's, like, knocking God. on a door. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, she done fucked up real bad. She had to like go to a surgeon, right, and get her like whole yep. scalp oh, removed. Really? And then they put a yeah. robo scalp on her, and you can see into her head now. That it's pretty sucks. cool. And they like built like a little mini PC inside of there, so you can see like little fans running yeah. and stuff. Mad RGB. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so curious. Like, was this just for like a YouTube thing or something? Uh, she ran out of her normal hairspray, which was and called the- Gorilla. Gorilla spit. Yeah, and she thought Gorilla Glue was the same thing. Are they thing. made by the same company? Yeah. No, no, not not close. They just have a gorilla themed um branding. And she yes. she she did the thing where she assumed. Mm-hmm. Well, this is an unfortunate story. You've heard it here first. Please don't put industrial strength like- glue in your hair. <laughs> Elmer's glue is okay. Yeah, you can uh, eat that shit. Gorilla glue is not okay. You cannot eat that shit. You cannot eat that yes, shit. Do not eat Gorilla glue or epoxy or anything like that. Sniff it, though. Uh, 
Probably also not a great life choice. <laughs> I'm not sure. Legally, we're not allowed to tell people to sniff <laughs> it, but if you do, you're still okay in our books. And legally, I'm but, not your dad. You know, so open a window. Yeah, do what you want. I would recommend that you don't sniff glue. Just had to throw that out there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your lungs are super important, and you never realize how important they are until you're too old to do anything. Your about lungs it. are the gateway to your bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and if you inject silicone into your genitals, it could fuck up your lungs, as we learned earlier from Christopher. Which is crazy, because I thought your lungs were in your chest. Turns out they're in your balls the whole time. No, pee is in your balls. <laughs> pee is That's stored in the balls. That's where air is stored. Except for magic. Magic is stored in the butt. As everybody knows. <laughs> I've got magic to spare. <laughs> I've got the magic in me. Pulling out my butt cheeks, baby. <laughs> Oh, that's a song by the Young Melons. (laughs) (laughs) We're big Young Melon fans in this home. What if we took like really cool old rap songs where they talk about felons and we put Young Melons? (laughs) I sort of love that. (laughs) I grew up in the streets, a Young Melon. Oh god. Fuck, that's funny. I love it. Okay, so I just want to note here it does say that the most common focus for this attraction seems to be human head hair, but it can also be like chest hair or hair of other places. I'm I'm thinking that people who are into like bush, like isn't that isn't isn't yeah. hair like a um a category on like uh like Pornhub and shit? Oh yeah. Yeah, like Harry. So this, yeah. yeah so oh, Harry's yeah. like this is a huge one. Actually, this isn't like really that far out there, you know. Yeah, Which, not at all. I see it from both sides for sure. Because like, like shaved looks nice, but like Harry, just like I don't know. It's like you just know, you know. Shaved looks nice, but God, the upkeep for it is impossible. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's on it. it I mean, Especially that's... if you're her suit. Sure, I mean, people should do whatever the hell they want. I, um, but I will say that, like, you know, pubic hair is a uh, sign of sexual maturity. So <laughs> take that for what you will. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> and also, I learned something interesting the other day. I haven't fact-checked this yet, but it sounds like it could definitely be true. Um, that the reason that, like, sh- like women shaving their legs is a thing, and other people now, too, um is because of an ad campaign by a razor company, which actually tracks super fucking hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh yes. That's some halitosis uh, bullshit Yeah, thank right there. you for bringing that up. Like, the whole idea of halitosis was, I believe, invented by the Listerine company, and they did this whole, like, kind of abusive marketing campaign, being like, <laughs> people are laughing behind your backs because your breast smells bad. You need to use Listerine, or your friends won't like you, basically. Like... God. Almost word for word what these ads were reading. 
Like, I, I, I hate things, I hate ads and advertisements where they're, everyone's just trying to, shell, to sell me shit, but my least favorite ones uh, are usually for, like, acne creams. Because they're oh, just like, yeah. those blackheads on your face are ugly, and so are you, and your friends hate you, and they think you're ugly, because <laughs> you, you are, because you have blackheads. <laughs> yes. Well, reality is just a war of ideas, and the generals in it seem to be the marketers, so don't fucking pay attention to advertising, uh... There you have it. <laughs> you can be immune to propaganda. It takes practice. You just have though. to listen to everything we say. That's true. Listen to everything we say. DJ Young Melon. Yes. Well, critical thought is so. You're important. being lied yes. to. Okay. Well, good <laughs> stuff, guys. Does anybody have any like thoughts about? Um, I mean, yes. Yeah, so, so obviously, you know, bush body hair, hair pulling. Trichophilia is a huge, huge category. So maybe we could talk more about it at some point if it comes up again. Anybody have any last thoughts about um, having sex with chess pieces or getting a boner from playing chess or putting your genitals inside a melon? I had one more comment about the hair thing. I did hear that... um shiny hair is a hair of or is a sign of uh of uh fertility in women apparently so that's like another reason why people are into it yeah did you already say that i hope to go (laughs) (laughs) we can always cut it out though i mean i don't think it's all good Yeah, I just, I was like, oh, shiny hair, huh? No, it's true, though. Like, I think that's a great point. Like, I mean, it's a lot of these things do, a lot of the really common ones do have, like, a very logical, biological basis, right? Like, like, liking big boobs, like, a lot, or, like, wide hips, right? Those, those are typically things that in women indicate, or, sorry, in females indicate, like, yeah, like, a... A, a good setup for having babies, I guess. Is what, I'm <laughs> what about like thighs that can like crush a watermelon? Does that have anything to do with? Ooh. I don't know, but I'm here Ooh. for it. And is that a video? And will you send me a link to it? Yes, oh, it is. There's so many. So easily. Oh my god. Oh god. All right. That's how I want to die. Well, my evening is planned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what you do is what you do is, uh, you gore the watermelon, fuck it, and then smash it open with your thighs. Ooh. Get rid of the evidence, the sexiest way possible. God damn, there's no sex. I'm way. so here for that. I didn't realize that I would be, but you know what? Like the way that you just described it, absolutely. No, but for real, if you've never seen those videos, they're a hundred percent worth watching. Oh yeah! Thank you so much for telling oh, me. <laughs> like, there's one specific one that's my absolute favorite, and I, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm gonna send do. it. I'll, I'll so find curious. it. And send it. <laughs> I'd hope by now it's pretty popular and easy to find because uh, I need everyone to see this woman absolutely just decimate that's this melon. Amazing. <laughs> Should we get into our final segment of the show of butt plugs and aftercare? I think we're down for some butt plugs and aftercare. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I will do the butt plugs. <laughs> 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 all right. So here are the butt plugs. You can listen to all kinds of great 
the Green Mushroom Podcast Network shows, including Ad Hoc History, Administrism, Faith Blind Council, Unearthing Paranormalcy, and Lexicult. You can find all of those on the website tgmpm.com. So definitely check that out. We said this before on the show and we'll say it again. Everyone has a thing and that's okay. As long as it's consensual and legal and all that stuff. Even if uh, the queen is talking to you saying, sacrifice me. <laughs> hey, as long as you're not hurting anybody. The qu- it sounds like the queen's uh, asking the, you to the do that. The queen consented. Yeah, you're, the queen, consented. You're, she okay, consented. Absolutely. But She's if you feel like the thing or whatever it is is causing you problems, for instance, that psychologists might consider maladaptive, like anger, self-harm, avoidance, or withdrawal, please don't hesitate to find someone to talk to. You don't need to be ashamed of it. And that's what they get fucking paid for. Like, that's their goddamn job. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like crushing watermelons with your legs. I know some people's jobs. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, <laughs> yeah, it, this is this is what comes up in all these things. You know, it's like, as long, you know, if you're not hurting anybody, if everything's consensual, yeah, that's totally cool. But if it's like, you know, making you feel sad or whatever, like definitely don't hesitate to talk to somebody because I'm guessing that no matter what it is, even if it's super weird or unusual, that could even be super interesting to the person too, right? Like, yeah, please don't be ashamed. Yeah. Please don't hesitate to get the help that is available. So yes. Also, consent is never optional. It must be enthusiastic and ongoing. Minors and those under the influence of intoxicants cannot legally give consent ever. ever. And remember, no matter who you like think you are or how you're thinking about yourself right now, no matter what you look like, you deserve love and you deserve to be happy and you deserve all of the good things. So please, please, please take care of yourself. And remember, it never hurts to put a condom on it. Put a condom on it. Be safe out there, everybody, and uh, make sure you bite into the juiciest, fattest-ass watermelon you can find. Oh, get in there. Sink yeah, your teeth into or it. eat the fuck out of a tomato butt. Mm. <laughs> Eating out tomato ass. <laughs> it's really getting in there. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We love you. Please don't be a stranger. You can hit us up at smutsup69 at gmail.com or find us on the Instagram at smutsup, where Deep will be delighted to hear from you. So please, as I said, don't be shy. Also, fuck all of you, and we love you. Hey, <laughs> fuck you, buddy. Oh, fuck you. I put a D20 in my mouth. Could you imagine if tomatoes were filled with marinara sauce when you built whenever you bit into them? Oh, deep fry the shit out of them. Oh, what a mess. (laughs) 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 Jam a whole breadstick in there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I'm going to go watch some cool videos of people crushing watermelons in their thighs. Everybody else. Have a oh, good one. thank God. <laughs> Are we still recording? I put a D20 in my mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
Put a D20 in my mouth. Smuts Up is a part of the Green Mushroom Podcast Network. To hear more great independent productions like the one you just listened to, visit our catalog at tgmpodcastnetwork.com. Epic history. Like the Greeks are like on the beach. They're like doing burpees or something. <laughs> the Persians sail up. And they've got like they've got like little spears and pomegranates and stuff. And they're like, hey, want to be part of our cool empire? In-depth commentary cutting edge expert drunken analysis <laughs> two people that you don't know anything about it's ad hoc history with asher and luxa siblings extraordinaire hey just real quick like if you were emperor would you choose me as second emperor uh <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> next question learning it's not pretty it's not nice, and if you want to talk about justification for war and all these things, but when you get to how the sausage is actually made, this is it. It's ad hoc history. It's not the history podcast you wanted. It's the history podcast you deserve.